Welcome to After Dinner Mints. Uh, Nolan here. Stefan. Kevin. And I've never seen Space Ghost. Man, how, how? You mean like the ever? Well, no, like right. I've, I've flicked by it on the channels, but I didn't understand. I've only seen... It does not surprise me that you've never seen Space Ghost. I, <laughs> it doesn't. I've, I've only ever seen Space Ghost coast to coast. Yeah. But... That I've never seen. Only... As I was falling asleep, and I didn't fucking understand the premise of the show whatsoever. Well, neither did I. I just know that Space Ghost was like an egotistical. Okay. Maniac. I'm going to throw one out to you. Venture Brothers? Fucking Venture Brothers, yes. Okay. My favorite, Archer. If if you haven't seen Archer, you might be dead in my book. I'm I'm pretty much on the same boat. And like, I, feel like, I feel like I'm looking at Nolan right now. No, I've watched Archer. Okay. Oh, so. thank God. Woo. All right, put the gun away. <laughs> put the gun up. Because this? this is exactly how you get hands. Pick the plastic <laughs> off of the floor. We're good. Have you, have you watched Dexter? Fucking, of course. I'm just making sure. You've seen the whole thing. Dexter all the way through. was garbage. It was good for like a couple episodes. By the end of the first season, it was no longer believable. So Dexter was one of the greatest shows I of all time. Like I'm just throwing that out there. A yes. Bit. All right, cool. But, uh, Yes. You ever see Prison Break? Yeah, I didn't get as much into that one, but I did think the the idea of it was kind of cool. But you want to talk about jumping the shark? The guy made like tattooed his whole body and had like yeah, the, had the, the plans the to get. That's going a little overboard, don't you think? Like, I mean, what, what you want to say? You could brother. just memorize the plans. <laughs> like, that, I mean, that's just a thought. At the same time, nobody would have ever known about those tattoos if they didn't explain it. Because if you're going to commit to that, you can commit to just memorizing the information. And people go to med school; they don't tattoo the information. You don't see a doctor in surgery rolling up his back, sleeve and saying, "Oh, I have to cut here." Mirrors. You, there's how, you know the map. You memorize the map. How? But it's if you if you tattooed it on your back, right? Which is where where it was, right? Well, that was the whole point of him having his brother, right? It was his brother? Yeah. They he would read off for him, like he had his own grew inside. That's another show that I never watched because I saw the commercials and decided it was fucking stupid. I can't believe that this. was it. Well, are you really surprised knowing his disposition? Yeah, no, my disposition, you, knowing yeah. my taste is better. Right. So much better well, okay. than the average fucking person. <laughs> I feel like this. In, in all seriousness, <laughs> up until about from from about 1997 through two years ago there was literally not a single thing worth fucking watching that was not on hbo 
everything else is fucking garbage. Then FX came up with a few things that were okay, and now Netflix is really sort of carrying the torch, which shows like Narcos and House of Cards. Okay, I F's don't family, believe in what you're saying, but I don't have nice. a list of, like at the tip of my tongue of shows that were good and worth it Whoa, to pull out. Watch Narcos. That because that's that pretty Well, list. no, I'm not disputing that Netflix isn't the fucking shit. I love Netflix. I mean, have you seen both seasons of Daredevil yet? I haven't even finished the first one. But how have you not seen the first? How do you get out? Yeah, I'm just. I'm I mean, just not I, as easily out. impressed by bad the entertainment. Find your way out of that chair <laughs> and get out. It's just the way this chair is set up. It's the most uncomfortable chair. Just, this chair is not that bad. Maybe it's because I'm young. But this is not as shitty as it. Yes, it, it is. Said it was. No, it's not. I was sitting in that chair when I was your age, and let me tell you. Wow, I just sound like Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you shit. were sitting in that chair last week after you spent an hour and a half complaining about it. I did not sit in that chair. You did. No, I did not. The show ended and you immediately got in that chair and sat in it in the You must have like fallen asleep hours. because, sir, that was your did wife you ever, that sat in that chair. She did not. I didn't. She, she fell out of that chair. chair. fell and then we pulled her out and then you sat in it. I did not sit in that chair. Two hours. You pulled her out like she, like she was just dead. No, 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 no. She fell out. I'm not, I'm not, no, no, I'm being absolutely dead serious, and this is no big deal, Like, but I really, in all sincerity, did not sit in that chair. I didn't move from this chair. Sat in that chair. You clearly fell asleep you and had a narcoleptic dream about the me next, sitting in that the chair. The next day, we were listening to the show, and Chelsea's like, he sat in that chair for like two and a half hours after the show ended. I totally did. I sat in this chair right here. Night, you did. Wake her up and get her ass in here, because I do not believe you. I was not that drunk. There's no way. You were. You were, and you were sitting in that chair. I'm not gonna put a base. You weren't here, first (laughs) off. So you have no basis. I had to tend to some issues. I I don't give a shit. (laughs) <laughs> well, I do because well, they're mine. Don't chime in on an argument you weren't here for. You know I'm just if you're worried about your twisties, you I don't know. Somewhere. I don't know how you could chime in on an argument that didn't happen. It's happening right <laughs> now. You weren't here to see him in the chair, but he was. As a matter of fact, I think yesterday or the other day. Show me a picture. The other episode, I was like, dude, after he bitched about, I even told you that he sat in that chair for the rest of the night yep. when the show was done. <laughs> I have no recollection of such an event, and I don't believe it happened. Chelsea just said, I texted him. He sat in the chair for like two hours. Got him. <laughs> Liar! <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Uh, but what, what? I mean, that is what happens when I end up. When I, I literally, I think I did go home around like 5 a.m. or something, right? Like it was late. Yeah, it was really late. Yeah. What the hell were you guys just? You guys were just chilling, talking bullshit. Yeah, we 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 should have actually recorded did. two shows worth of that show, time. It would have been so much more offensive than the one that we actually did. <laughs> uh, well, that would have been the problem. It's probably a good thing that some of that shit didn't make it to tape. And, and, oh, and Chelsea, you know, I thought you and I had each other's back. Thanks for throwing me out of the bus. She didn't necessarily throw you in the bus or under it. She kind of grinded you into it. Didn't we already say that you have no That's right crazy. to mention anything about this story you right know, now? I feel like you're taking shots at me because I'm young and I'm sitting in this chair. And I have no problems. <laughs> really, balls? <laughs> <laughs> you have no problems? No problems. Well, they're there. nice and cradled. Ah, right. The curve of the chair. Nah, it's, yeah. it's more like one's just sitting on the, sitting on the, the other one's like, nah, I don't want to touch anything. <sighs> all right, so all right, I'm looking at the board. 
I, w- I actually am a little intrigued about Nolan's note about school dreams. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass right, so, it to you. Yeah. What, what's... So last night I have, and this is like a recurring theme in my dreams. It wasn't the same dream, but it's a recurring theme. I'm fucking in school. I'm in school. You mean like, yeah, yeah, you're not. Or are you? Are I you, mean, like no you're in the act of coitus yeah. in school. I'm in school. Okay. I'm the age I am now, so it doesn't make sense that I'm in school. Some of these dreams are high school. Some well, of these dreams are college. I'm typically really late for class, or know that I'm going to miss class, and I'm fucking panicking. And then there's like a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> That keeps Isn't me. Isn't that a kids movie? Limiting fucking. Snacks. I don't know. That keeps me from getting to class. Like for example, last night I was in college and I was trying to get to my class, but for some reason I was in the Trenton Public Library and wound up on a hidden subway to a town, a couple towns over that I've exists in the real world, but doesn't. It, it, this place isn't real. But I got out and then I was at a college, but it was the wrong college. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm going to miss class because I took a train to the wrong school. And so this is last night, but this is like a recurring theme. I'm constantly having dreams that I'm either in high school or in college and missing, just like missing class and panicking that I'm going to miss class. I did that in reality when I went to, I, I just, I didn't panic though. I just blatantly was too drunk to go. I did that in reality where I didn't go or forgot to go to like college classes right. on days that I, you know, woke up and had class on Tuesday, but thought it was Wednesday or something like that. Mm-hmm. But apparently this is like a really common thing. So I woke up and I looked it up and I was like, this morning I was like, this happens way too fucking often. Was wow. was there anything you found online that kind of um, like any common thread work related anxieties? Well, <laughs> so okay, but this has been like going on for years. Yeah, at least five years. Yeah, but I'm gonna say as long as I've known you, you've had work related anxiety. This is true. Well, not even that you just had weird fucking dreams. Period. <laughs> as long as well, I've known you. yeah. I mean, I does anybody really have normal dreams though? I guess you're right. Uh, yeah, like, in my life, I just remember just seeing white dreams, like white no, dreams, just nothing, just like a blank canvas. Seriously? Like, yeah, that's really fucking creepy. Really? No, I, but it's it's. it's I mean, I but again, plain, all dreams are weird. Yeah, just plain, just nothing. Like, like you nothing. literally have dreams of nothingness. No, I mean not now. Like your brain I mean, it turned off. Like off. He's, yeah, de- he's like essentially that. describing like a movie from the eighties. You were like a dream state is when you're walking around in a completely white background with nothing. It's yeah, like how I was they walking, used to portray it. Just, you were just yeah. looking at nothing. Was mm-hmm. there a sound? Was there anything? Not that I remember. It was just legit, just nothing. Sounds peaceful, actually. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess. But now I'm kind of self conscious about it because you're like, that's fucking creepy. Now I'm thinking about all the creepy things that it probably could be. No clue. All right, I'm gonna let you two just hash this one out because I. I yeah. mean, I mean, it's better than having some form of a nightmare, even though I don't, I don't consider anything scary in a, in a dream. Has anyone anymore. else had sleep paralysis? Yeah. First of all, I've I've nightmares. Pretty much on a nightly basis. The fuck? Seriously? Yeah, seriously. I I pretty much always have nightmares. What are they? 
Um, they're you're running late to class. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, they're they're never anything like. Occasionally, they're like, like you're not getting chased by like a knife wielding yeah, psycho. Like that kind of thing isn't really pervasive. It's more like super high stress, super high anxiety. Something bad's about to happen, but you don't know what it is. Type of nightmares, mm-hmm. like this creepy, just like super ominous vibe of the whole dream, and that's. I don't think I can recall a dream that hasn't been a nightmare ever really yeah now that's fucking crazy. i have nightmares. that sounds like an issue yeah. that you need to talk to somebody constantly, about constantly ever since i was a fucking little kid i've had nightmares pretty much every night then it magnifies <laughs> because there will be times where i'll start lucid dreaming in the middle of a nightmare and i'll be like this is a dream i, I do know this is dream. a dream i just need to wake up but i can't fucking wake up and then when I do wake up, I have sleep paralysis and I can't fucking move. So this is like, yeah. I'm being dead serious, like really, I'm really serious. I'm being dead serious too. Oh, you know, that's the, I know you are. And so I'm going to say in all sincerity, I think you really do need to see some specialists. Because, I need to see a sleep specialist. Yeah. Because sure. I mean, that's, you're not just checking like one weird box. You're checking like six. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I have waking dreams. But that's wait, that's, what? You don't think you think that's normal? Like, oh, you mean no, like daydreaming? I, I don't think everybody that's daydreams. No, 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 no. I mean waking dream. I don't like know that when is. I get into a narcoleptic state, right? I will have I will start having a waking dream. Like I will, my eyes will be open. I won't. I guess I'll like mentally fall asleep, but not physically fall asleep. And I will start dreaming. Like, dude, it was fucking recorded on the last show. That sounds surreal. I will start. And that's what that is. I'm having a dream. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, I I heard. I heard it. I will start. He he was looking right at me, and it was just like a switch. But that's what that is. I will have a totally nonsensical dream while I'm physically awake but mentally asleep. So I'll just have this total nonsense dream and I'll talk to the people in the room because I sleep talk anyway. If I'm like legitimately asleep, I'll sleep talk and I'll do the same thing. Right. Well, we've experienced the sleep talk part before and that which is extremely and wildly entertaining. And thank God your wife put that shit on Twitter. But have you started keeping some sort of like a journal of the oh, nightmares no. this has happened since i was like four years old so. right no but i'm saying if you start to um, i guarantee you see a specialist they're gonna ask you to start keeping a journal saying all right start writing down some things that you remember about probably but i feel like i'd rather suffer with it than put in that kind of effort really which yeah, is i don't want to wake I mean, up first thing in the morning and write. well then that the automatically time, means that you're not going to put in the effort to go see somebody then either probably okay well then, I have no. I wanted I, I have to dispute nothing. that. No, I really, I really should because it's super fucked up. But I, yeah, that's. I just don't have no. Time in, in, like, or with heavy-hearted concern, yeah. that's an issue, dude. Because I, I didn't know that about you at all. Yeah. Like let's I'm let's a, bring down the tempo for a second here and be like really okay. serious. You're clearly not. <laughs> like you are not okay for multiple reasons. All of which you just mentioned. Why? Because I have lucid nightmares that I can't wake up from when I do like every night. Frozen in bed. Yeah. Well, that whole thing doesn't happen every night. 
I just you just said you have nightmares every single night. Oh yeah, I have nightmares every night. But that's an issue in itself itself. Not even just then coupled with the other things. I don't go through. I realize it's a dream. I can't wake up and I have fucking sleep paralysis every night. That's still. It doesn't matter. But it's It's really fucking scary. It's way scarier to wake up and not be able to move than be fucking stuck in the dream. I mean, depending on what kind of dream, because right now, like, I could, I could have a nightmare. What people would qualify as a, as a nightmare? I don't have. Well, that's all right. Now. What do you qualify as a nightmare? I guess people something that makes you feel uncomfortable inside the dream. Little kids, it might be scary. Just something uncomfortable inside the dream would qualify as a nightmare. Wait, little kids that might be scary. No, so to little kids, it might be something <laughs> scary, like monsters or... Okay. Like oh, I thought you were everything. saying in your dream that little kids might be scary oh, to uh, you. Oh, no, fuck that. I'll be little kids. And then also... I'll be a little kid I was going to say, you should know better than to mention little kids in your dreams. Like, it just... <laughs> that, that in itself, it just nah. sounds bad, but... But, um... Just anything, I guess, that would make you feel uncomfortable would technically qualify as a nightmare, right? Like inside the. I, I don't know. So I'm asking, like, what do you? Define yeah, I mean, as? uncomfortable or like fear. Because uncomfortable is but one both. thing, but fearful is one thing. I mean, those kind of go hand in hand. No, they me. don't. In dreams, you know, if you don't like somebody and you're around them, that makes you uncomfortable, but it doesn't. Scare no, yeah, you. I don't, no, I know what you mean. It. Like sometimes, a lot of the dreams that I have, like that, I'll call a nightmare, are not like terrifying. Like you feel like yeah. you're in danger. It's more like anxiety-inducing. Like, I had to drive on the wrong side of the road today because that's the way they routed traffic. And I was like, this doesn't fucking feel right. And it was like, you know, I wasn't like... And you just couldn't... Your mind wouldn't just go with it. Couldn't just, like, focus on it because I knew it, too. I was on the wrong side of the Pulaski Skyway. So I was oh, like... Oh, fuck that. Exactly. Thank you. Oh, fuck that. So just imagine driving on the no. opposite side of the... No, I, I understand, but imagine I just... Imagine driving across the Ben Franklin on the wrong side. No, I understand. I've, Even though I, the lane's closed, you're just kind of like, this isn't right. I right. should be next to the rail on this side of the bridge. I've experienced stuff like that, but for me, it just... It just I don't know. Like, so it's not because I've also fearful. driven. It's I've like driven it's, on roads on bridges, for instance, that have like just as a, a you know that there is one one bridge that goes one way, and then you know fifty way. yards the other bridge go in the other direction. So yeah. like, to me, that I you just for me, I just I make that quick association. Yeah, and then it's not an issue for me anymore. So I mean that in the perspective of it is anxiety inducing because right. it's this like what the fuck I'm on the wrong side of the bridge type of especially on that fucking bridge yeah. I might not feel that way on another bridge but fucking on that no bridge, I know as, as an example that is a good example plus I, I've I almost just, died on know. that bridge more than once I think you've um, almost died on any road almost <laughs> I've almost died dude I almost okay, died so, on that bridge like a month ago <laughs> See, I, I think I've got some major stories about when, first, when I first didn't even realize that you had narcolepsy and we'd be fucking driving coming from like the Irish pub mm-hmm. like he like take us back to some like his house or something like that and he'd be sleep driving and I'd be like yo wake up it got so much to the point where I just accepted him sleep driving <laughs> right. and I was like falling asleep in the car so I'm like well this nigga got it <laughs> <laughs> I know we, if we die I'm all of a sudden it's like you're, you're giving the speech of fight club in your head like what would you do before you died if I, I want to build a house <laughs> <laughs> but that's basically how it right. was like, we would be maybe coming back here or 
uh, just just some random place, and I could always tell when he was about to start sleeping because you do some little cough thing, like you drive and you say, <coughs> and then you shake your head, and I'm like, oh, here it comes, it's about to start happening, and then <laughs> it starts that's happening, accurate. and I look at him like, all right, well my seatbelt's on, let me just text my mom, fucking love <laughs> right. you. Uh, but I'm, I'm cool, like you. we could we could go at any moment. Yeah, he got, I just got that comfortable because I fucking I, I was driving with my friend Jay uh, Jay Montag we were at Seaside until like 3 in the morning we're driving back we get back to Trenton I'm falling asleep driving it, we're like around the corner like we live blocks from each other we're around the corner from where we're supposed to be we stop at 7-Eleven I chug a Red Bull and drink two five-hour energies in the parking lot of 7-Eleven. I make a right. I drive 50 yards to the stop sign. I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stop. <laughs> 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 he was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I fucking woke up. Like, he was like, oh, I'm really tired. And he was like, you just fucking drank two five-hour energies in a Red Bull. How the fuck do you do this? It's not fucking, it's not about energy. It's a fucking, it's a neurological thing. It's a thing. fucking Your lifestyle, body's man. like, it's time right. to go to sleep. You need to fucking sleep. That's hysterical. But I've noticed that fucking changing my diet has reduced that dramatically. Like, if but you I'm, still get nightmares. Yeah, but I don't think the one's related to the other. Do you feel like the things that you might eat are giving nightmares? Because I heard if you eat ice cream before you go to bed, it gives you nightmares. Which is not are you just looking for an excuse? I to don't eat know. Ice cream no, bed? but because I don't, I don't really like ice cream. I just I can't eat sweets that much. I don't know if it was because. Or something that happened when I was younger, or what? But like, it's all. probably from that time I coated my dick in sugar and just shoved it in your mouth until you cried. That's crazy because I don't remember. That might be one of those fucking dreams that you were talking about. And I feel like it has to be. The only sweet that I'll eat one hundred percent of the time is pastilla, and that's because my grandmother used to make it. So if someone like makes it or I see it, which is you got to remind sort of me because it doesn't sound um it's a cake made out of linguine it's like uh egg linguine egg and sugar made into a cake that's i don't think i know it actually really really it's like super traditional italian dessert it's, yeah it's usually made like around easter i'll have to look it up because yeah, i'm not like pete sells or christmas and at least in my family pete sells or christmas and i think I could eat we, we did yeah we did it was easter we did struffle was yeah. a big one for us for Easter, and I mean we did that Christmas time too, but we did that in Easter as well because it the little little dough balls, and then of course Easter bread like traditional Italian Easter bread, right, like, right, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's super dense. It's like you make well, it, if it's made from pasta, it's gonna have yeah, to. Yeah, you make a batch of noodles, you fucking turn it into a cake. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Yeah, I like know the, a, traditional no like idea. it's not like the rum cakes and the regatta cakes we used to have those too. Yeah. I love a good I have regatta. no idea how to make it. Real quick. Say what you just said again. The R word. Rum? No. Cakes? Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Rur> cakes? <laughs> what did I say? Because I'm going to pronounce it wrong and everybody's going to laugh at me. Regatta? Say it again. Regatta? It sounds like you're putting a G in it. I probably was, yeah. But you were doing the same thing downstairs. Right. Regatta, yeah. Regatta. It's, there's no G in that. It, it, there is. It's, Caesar yeah, G's it, in Italian. You, it's Caesar G's. It's, no, no, no. It, well, you know what it is? It's a slang. 
it's it's the pronunciational slang of, of how to say the word like um uh, yeah it's a it's like it's a regional dialect yeah i feel like i'm like every time southern I'm southern italians are specifically sicilians you'll notice Naples. that they'll actually drop off the ends of the words like instead of mozzarella it's it's mozzarella uh, you know or you know they'll they'll caesar g's and g's or c's yeah so like there used to be a restaurant in so the, the so italian neighborhood g's and caesar g's yeah called so like it was crecos but it was g-r-e-c-o-s like crecos what's that like knicker knicker yeah well no because like, if you're gonna like say that shoes? in italian it's gonna it's gonna be um oh, I, I thought don't you meant know. like knickerbockers <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But yeah, and, and both of him, both of both of him, him and I have uh, predominantly Sicilian. It's Sicilian in, in our Naples, Roman. Yeah, in, in my family, it's Sicilian and Roma. Um, so, but it was my grandfather was the Sicilian side, so he was the the dominant of the uh, like the dialect to speak and stuff. So, yeah, so um, we we like we say monogot instead of manicotti. So is that kind of like the same thing with like, like my ancestors, like the clicks and shit? <laughs> no, not even on the same wavelength. Exactly, like shit like that. You couldn't get it was like on the same wavelength. Thought they were just speaking in Morse code. No, I thought this beats me. <laughs> it's like, a, you know what? To you too. Thank you. It's exactly <laughs> like that. Okay. It's yes, you you I hit the nail on the head, proverbially. Fair, fair enough. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like a regional dialect. It's like it. how people in the south here speak stupid. Okay. Right, it's the same yeah, idea as having a like some. It's like having a twang. Like someone, from, literally, it's like it's having like a twang. How someone from the south could be the smartest person you ever met, but because. Cause they talk to you like this. There's no fucking way. <laughs> feel like no. that they could sound stamp them no stupid immediately. Or the way you could talk to a British person who's a complete moron, but they sound like they're brilliant because they have a British accent. Yep. Actually, it's nothing like that, but it is a dialect. So <laughs> we're like, gonna say it is. Neither of those examples. No, I think they were fairly close. Like the like the twang of a South, or you know. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> I like I like how you made me repeat the word just a couple like say it. I'll say it both Such ways. Such a pussy. I'll say it both See, ways. See, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with saying People ricotta. Look at me like, nah. Tell them to go fuck themselves. I mean, I could. Even within Italian culture, there's so many different ways to say something. Yeah. People will correct each other all the time. Don't like fuck yourself. Shop, like a full blooded Sicilian or Italian pizza shop. Yeah. So what? By the way, Sicilians are Italians, even though they won't admit it. Go ahead. Be like, when the moon hits your eye, like a big. Pizza pie, get the well, S- Sicily's technically not really. That doesn't really. happen. I feel like it could, though. No, I think that's just your anxiety talking from a nightmare. That's not going to happen. I've, you know what type of nightmares I have? Uh, clearly about little children and pizza shops. Not in the slightest, but you know what kind of fucking nightmares I have? What? Don't turn and ask him yeah. when you already asked because me. Because it pertains to him. What? That I'm at fucking work. <laughs> and I'm not joking. Those are my nightmares. And I'm like, you seriously you, have like, nightmares not, about work? I I legit have nightmares about work. Yeah. If you would call those nightmares, you've like, never I, had kitchen nightmares. You've never had dreams where the that's all I that's all I dream about. And he's like, where the fuck are all these tickets exactly. going from? You're like, scrambling I'm not in even, I, no, okay. I've had anxiety about it, like like Expo and being on the line. Like, um, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I was the as red. 
you know dramatic about it that's like those are the type of nightmares your eyes are bulging out of your thing, skull right? like it's talking not about fear it. it's anxiety but it's like those are like a lot of nightmares and i have nightmares that like i'm at work but i'm late for work and i'm like i'm not i'm sleep yeah, see, I, should even happen. I think for me, instead of having those nightmares, my hair just falls out. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a, that's that's my way. Of it. Years, I know you still looks the same. Oh, I lied. Oh my <laughs> god, nigga, you should wear a yarmulke back. <laughs> you can meet a nice <laughs> Jewish girl. I'm I'm Jewish now, <laughs> apparently. No, it's you still look. It still looks good. Well, it's because I still look good. Your hair still looks good. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you, you you both look like you haven't aged a bit. I probably look older to you guys than you guys look. No, older. you still look like you're like 22. I feel like I look older. I, that's why I said like 22. When you first originally met me, I feel like I look older. When I first met you, you didn't have the beard. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. It was bigger, actually. No, there was a time I met you, like when I first met you, you did not have a beard. Really? Yeah. You were clean. You were round-faced and clean. You're still round-faced, really? but you, yeah. I don't know. Well, you met me when I didn't have anything. Yeah, but then you grew a beard the next week and told me that you were Muslim and you wanted <laughs> to shave. Yeah, well, look, that was like the perfect excuse. So Meanwhile, this motherfucker, you would try to, he had to shave for work and he wouldn't yeah, fucking yeah. shave for work and he would be like, oh, I can't because I'm Muslim so that I couldn't fucking tell him not to shave. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's wearing a fucking Virgin Mary bracelet. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Right. And, eat, and eating fucking bacon out of the back. Right. That's when you gotta turn to him and be like, uh, by the way, it's time. You gotta go uh, face east. (laughs) And then me not knowing where. Right. Uh, What? Huh? So, all right. So, I know this was already brought up before we started the show, but I wasn't paying attention to any of it because I was setting up the show. We need to talk about your Reiki. All right. I feel weird going over it all again because we did talk about it but there there's there's a lot of backstory to this okay so there's this there's this girl that i knew here for a while we dated very shortly but we, we had a really strong connection she's an amazing person really really cool um and uh, even when i first met her i knew that she was going to move so it, it wasn't a surprise she ended up moving all of this to, sounds like you're justifying crazy before you even get into the story well, i was just gonna, gonna start with that but well i'm i'm describing a story kind of like nephew here does because you know he's gonna go and two hours to talk about something that could be culminated in about three seconds anyway so she moved out to california now she is from vermont she's always been a little hippie-ish uh but it's been east coast hippie i guess i this is described to me as the difference of hippies out there uh, she's been very. She's very much an East Coast girl. She's just, she's snarky. She's sarcastic. She's intelligent. She's funny, but she's very dry witted. Um, she hates people mostly, which is perfect for me. Like that fits. That checks all my boxes. Like sure. boom. So she moved out to California, and she's always had this inkling for a holistic lifestyle, and it just it it, it blew up out there. Like it. Just, so she believes in magic. Uh, yeah according to her she won't call it magic but she believes in magic um so yeah she she's gotten really really into it does she have a friend wearing big red shoes uh, i'm you know what it wouldn't surprise me but she really really is into reiki now she's like a sort she actually paid for classes she's a certified reiki master which i think she went to she had three week-long sessions 
where she was ranked Reiki one, Reiki two, Reiki three, and after that, after Reiki three, and I think it's like three months worth of time, she is now quote unquote a Reiki master. She is certified. Okay. So she, can she summon like fucking spirit bombs and like yeah, spirit, I'm like bombs. spirit bombs, like spirit Goku bombs. from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Here's the funniest thing about the Reiki is she tells me that she can do if for those who don't know what Reiki is and this is I'm going to probably butcher this but it is the understanding that there are gemstones or stones out there like uh quartz and like the infinity some gems? other stones that I can't think of right now like the little huh? blue ones or something like that and each one of them has a specific type of uh energy infinity on it Yes. Well, no. The gems that go in there? Right, but those are very specific. These things can have multiple purposes. They can have healing effects. They can have aura effects. They have positive energy effects. And the point is that these stones, you can transfer energy into the stones and then take that energy from the stones and give them to people or help balance people or some shit. I don't know. She thinks that she can do this over long distances she wants to do a reiki session she's in california i'm here in philadelphia let me rewind a little bit how many classes does it take (laughs) to become a reiki master master. from what i understand it's it goes i don't know if it's like classes but it's like week-long sessions sure so i believe it's three individual week-long sessions so like you go for one then you have to do practices and then you have to do week two and then you're level two and then you practice that and then once you practice it (laughs) my struggle three my struggle with this already you just have one is (laughs) i've got like 30 but yeah go ahead just one it's like giving a three-year-old a black belt at this point it's like hey you got your stripes that's almost the same example i was gonna use yeah i was like you just you learned how to kick and not fall on your ass, so here's a stripe on your you belt. You can't if Reiki was real. Right. Which it's not. Right. There would be no way you could master it in three weeks. If you to master <laughs> master the manipulation of energy fields in stones. Probably in stones. And then yeah. yeah, and then take that then, then be able to master that energy place. from the stone to healing people or helping people. Like you have a love life issue. There's like a, a combination of stones and things that happen that boom, it fixes your love life. So there was a study. Oh God, I, I wish I remembered the name of the school, but there was like this. And again, I'm probably butchering this and I'm sure they, you know, but. There's a little, ahead. I mean, I have a pretty decent understanding of what it is. There's more than just the stones. It's like, you know, manipulation yeah, it's, energy it's, and it's blah, a, blah, and, the stones aren't necessary or you know whatever it's more about your belief in it if you have a belief in it then you are automatically like more at peace because you're like you're more relaxed about things and they that's really what it is it's a psychosomatic that's that's one of my problems with it that you know their whole the whole stance so there was a, a like 14 year old or something who set out to prove that Reiki was bullshit. <laughs> and he did a like double-blind placebo study that he set up on fucking Reiki. Mm. And um, I don't remember all the specifics of it, so I'm, I'm butchering the story. But the, the heart of it, the point of it, is that if the Reiki master has the ability to manipulate energy fields and, like, you know, heal 
pain or emotional scarring or whatever within your body like and they claim to be able to hear heal physical pain and this and that right so if you're like doing that you should know you know you should be able to tell based on your ability to manipulate and control energy within someone else's body where you're fucking manipulating that energy so the experiment was what they did reiki over a sheet so they couldn't see like which arm they were holding up or holding down and and things Mm. of that nature and they were wrong over like 75 percent of the time and then the reiki people justified it by being like well it only works if you have a belief in it and it wouldn't work in a lab setting anyway and that's basically which by the way is the same arguments they use for psychics yes which is which is really the core of that argument is you only fall for it if you're a sucker and well, because see, you're not, you don't believe in it, so we can't fucking lie to you. And since it's psychosomatic, they're basically admitting it's bullshit without realizing they're. Well, it's okay, there there is in 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 kind of a not in a supportive argument or not in, you know, but not necessarily the devil's advocate way either. But there is there is something to be said and 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 I'm going against my own initial reactions as well. My initial reaction is. You know, and there's more to the to the Reiki story with her, but the initial reaction is, how is someone who I find to have a good level of intelligence, because she is a smart person, right? end up going down this road? How do you have these beliefs when you are smart enough to believe to to know and you learn these other things? And I know which, some really smart people who believe in. Yeah, well, I mean, this some shit that I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Well, that it, to me, this actually is the exact same argument that that you can start applying to religion, and we're not going to get into that now. But that's a whole nother show, all sure. on of its yeah. own, um, and and we can talk for hours on that. But the idea is the same thing, like you know how you, you essentially you can have studies that will obviously prove that it's bullshit. But your belief in it is what makes it work. And and as I, w- I was saying this earlier, to give a level of credit, and I have to do this just to be fair, that most people that I do know who do believe in those holistic points of life sure. do seem to have a much more peaceful existence. They seem to be more too. centered, more relaxed. <laughs> you know what? Now, I don't know Actually, if- I disagree with that. Well, I'm I'm not done yet, so you hold sure, off because ahead. I think I might I I may hit on what you're 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 thinking about. I might agree with you that most. Yeah, oh, I I said most. Yeah, I didn't say. Did I say all? No. I I think I said most, right? Yeah. But there there is something that I also feel, and this does not. So this does not encompass everybody I know who lives this way, but. In a generalized, stereotypical perspective of people who have those beliefs, who do seem to have a slightly more peaceful existence, more relaxed kind of thing, but they don't have as much going on. They're not as intrigued by things in life that, you know, like, for example, for me, if I end up in being interested in something, I research it obsessively. Okay. And that happens maybe 10 times a day. 
Right. Like I am, I'm always studying. I'm always learning. I'm always giving myself more and more responsibility to not only test myself, but to, to do more. Right. And in more areas and more aspects of things. And I, it, it, the stereotype of people who are a little more holistic don't do that. And to me, that seems almost like as peaceful as they think their life is, it also seems to me like a life unfulfilled. They're, okay. they're missing out on yeah. th- so many other things that they're not allowing themselves to get a part of because they feel that that would cause stress or anxiety away from their holistic perspective I of also, peace. I, does that make I, sense? Yeah, it does. I also think some of those people are trying to fill a void with bullshit. Yeah. And so... I do, but that kind of goes to the same line. Like they're they're trying to avoid any confrontation just to create a level a level playing field where they are like, it's almost like the Constanza where like I'm leaving on the high note. Mm-hmm. Like all right, I got to this point. This is where I believe I don't have like I got yeah. to a middle ground where this plane is is calm. Nobody's expecting anything from me, yeah, yeah. So, so I can live in this life so that I can boom. So that's where I am. Yeah. And so I believe in this bullshit so that nobody expects more from me. So I... God, I have so much to fucking... I, 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 there's no way I'll even respond with everything that I was thinking when you said all that. But I think... So I know a bunch of people who are into those types of things. And yeah. certain sides of the new age thought process, I'm like, well, that makes sense. I understand there's yeah there's there's There's, definitely like like some sort of logic in what you're saying and you know there's something i agree with in what you're saying but then there's it's like there's definitely perspectives where balance makes sense where like incorporating grounds incorporating some of what they have with what 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 we would do like finding a middle ground there's not a lot of middle grounds though though i feel find like in that thought process and that like it is a belief system whether they fucking whether they say it is or it isn't it is sort of a belief oh it absolutely is it's a belief system the way like voodoo is like it's not really a religion Uh, it's more like it's not like a organized religion voodoo is a religion by the way it isn't it's more like a loose collection of beliefs um and okay scattered practices and uh voodoo actually incorporates a lot of christianity it's a, it's actually a combination of a lot of native it's uh, creole island religions plus <laughs> it's know, creole the people who invaded there um, french island mexican aztec like that's Cubans. creole that's it's all um but anyway i feel like there there's like there's sides of it that are like well that's totally logical i don't see things the way you see things but i understand respect your point of view hmm see why that's a positive thing in your life or for anybody to apply that belief to their life why it would be a good thing Uh, but then there are sides of it that i'm like this is just such obvious horseshit how could you possibly fucking buy into it i think one of the main differences and not to delve off into this subject or no i mean that's what we do it is like you know a whole nother 10 hours worth of material right but i think one of the main differences that i find and this is not based on my bias but in some ways my bias is based on this to put it that way mm-hmm. is that the difference between people who believe in like new age horseshit and that's how i classify it <laughs> right. versus the people who believe in religion whether it's a religion that i agree with or a religion that i don't agree with mm. is the perspective of non-provability and i find that like with 
let me let me get through this thought because okay. I sort of know like what you're thinking. Is that with, I hope you know what I'm with thinking. an organized religion, the burden of proof. Yeah, I, be careful. Tread lightly this? because no, no, no I, I, I don't need to tread lightly. I, I like, I know the thought. I'm just not sure how to articulate the thought. I, yeah, tread there's, lightly was wrong. Right. Why should you say? Because pretty much you can not, always come back at you. There's not a burden of proof because yeah. you're looking at it as well. I believe in this, but I understand that it's unprovable. Whereas with a lot of like the new age type stuff, like Reiki, for example. Or energy healing. Well, let's which let's Reiki just is a form of energy. Let's healing. just throw this out there, by the way, that a lot of these holistic forms, like Reiki and stuff, are actually very, very old, and they've been practiced in certain areas of Southeast Asia and Asia areas for a very, very long time. Maybe under different names or different practices, but they ended up culminating into what we now believe is as what it is or what so we call me, it today. Let me get through this. A Sorry. lot of a lot of the current versions of it are very heavily adapted and hippie culturally influenced versions of things right. that existed. For right. They're not the same. Which they thing. automatically get a negative connotation for yes. their attachment. But right. there's there's a difference because you can, and there have been like countless tests, studies, research groups, double blind tests, blah, 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 on things like Reiki, on things like energy healing, on things of you know that kind of like live in that spectrum mm. that actually can disprove them whereas like the the i believe in this religion organized unorganized whatever like i hold this religious belief system that can i know it cannot be proven but it also cannot be disproven the cause and effect nature of like well i'm waving my hand this way so it's healing your body in this manner or i'm manipulating this joint so it's having effect on your lower back which is not fucking connected to it through any those things have actually actively been disproven over and over and over again. So, what, what, really, what it's, you're, saying, you're saying is the difference is a belief in a uh, supernatural deity versus the belief in something that's tangible. And with tangibility, there is a, 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 an, a ability an ability to disprove it. When exactly. if, if it's if it's a blind deity, then you yes. can't say anything about We're, it because it's your yes, own, it's your imagine- what I said way better than I did. It's yes. like me saying my imaginary best friend is sitting right here. Sure. And you can't say no. I can't say no. But if I say that this thing is alive, this speaker is alive, I, you can prove it's not. Your motherfuckers better say no. He better fucking better exactly, exactly. It's don't talk about him like that. You can, you can argue like you can take the whole man in a sky fucking stance on religion, but you're not going to sway someone's belief because right. we are. They are here's, no, it can't be proven or disproven. Here's you, the you really interesting fact about. Anything that though but with fucking holistic healing and some of it is like the the nutrition based stuff a lot of that is not only provable but most of it has been proven accurate but the whole like energy healing chanting healing kind of the idea of a chakra which that 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 bleeds the line that did he just shush me no 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 that blurred <laughs> that does blur the line because there are there are actually a lot of really strange parallels between that and a lot of yeah. other like actually universally you know religious beliefs and there's actually like scientific stuff backing up chakras to some sort of extent but yeah with 
like zone healing and you know yeah like, well that, that's I, I all keep circling around this one example but it, acupuncture like thing well yeah you were like telling that me that recently totally, wasn't there a, a study totally that just completely debunked acupuncture right totally well here's here's the really interesting part for me is the uh, the 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 idea or the understanding that everything stones minerals different different types of stones have just like even people have do have their own energy and their own energy field yeah. we have our own energy field we we do the uh, the whole like you know television sci-fi of things vibrating at a specific frequency that's a that is a real thing i mean yeah. nothing is nothing does sit free everything is moving at all times right but you get a you get a stone that does have a level of uh, of magnetic a magnetic field an idea of a a you know uh, gravity orbit the whole thing it's so minuscule so minute that for people to to use things like stones like if you were to use quartz or something like that in in the sense of healing somebody or in a sense of transferring electrons to 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 make somebody whole and that is literally something that it's supposed to do it's supposed to transfer that energy to to if you're missing energy it would take a rock the size of everest to even register let alone do anything for an individual person there's no physical way that what they believe is possible it's it's just not physically possible you can't do it but the idea the theory the fantasy of doing it is based off of something that ironically is real is something that's true there is totally yeah and and that's that's the 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 almost clown like nature of the of the system because it's it's you know we're going to take this little thing even though it's going to take about 10 billion tons of this to even register that there's possibility to do it but this little stone i believe is going to make you a whole person again and and that's what's hysterical that's where that's also where um sort of circling back you say there's a lot of people who live life that way that are happy I know a whole lot of people who are on that. I mean, my wife's a yoga teacher. A lot of people that she knows are like mm. into that <laughs> bullpucky. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you took a minute to find the right word, yeah. and then you came out with bullpucky, <laughs> which <laughs> so, is a new one to me. But I like it. We'll we'll, we'll, so we'll keep it going. Bullpucky. Yes. So um, write it down on the board. Bullpucky. Ep- name of this episode. Episode three. We're gonna put Bull that Pucky. on a t-shirt and start selling it. That's a, that's our Bull first. Bullpucky and rip shit. Right. That's our first t-shirt. <laughs> this is, this is fucking gonna sound awful, but a lot of those people I find isn't are, that why we're here are really fucking empty inside. <laughs> no, but that goes to what I was saying before. But that's what they they don't they're not fulfilled. They're not they they're find not happy. this plane they're of like, existence of just like mundaneness and I, they think that that's peace, but they they they're missing out on so much right. else it's in just life. Fucking, it's like enjoying bland food. It's Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just it's like <laughs> what is this weird crystallic material that came out of the ocean? <laughs> it makes food taste better? Right. It dude, it's I find a lot of them, some of them I know very fucking well, that are just like, 
they're just trying to fucking take up space because all right so empty or lost with bullshit they sort of accept this bullshit and kind of like trick themselves into thinking that they're you know okay but really it's just a way you know it's it's just like anything else everybody has some sort of void that they're trying to fucking fill some people are filling it with fucking music some people are fucking booting heroin in the fucking alleyway some people are you know are doing this or doing that some people are fucking smoking cigarettes it's like some, some people are doing a podcast some people are doing a podcast some people are Don't fucking me with your messages, you know this is fun stroking, gonna. some people are stroking their dick raw <laughs> to fucking you porn right. <laughs> <laughs> some people are like <laughs> We all laugh because we don't know what that is. Pulling in wink, this, wink. pulling in this yeah, fucking huh? new age horse shit to fucking fill this void, and just like everyone else. Well, then there's that argument of else. saying, "What's wrong with that?" If everybody does have a Nothing's void, if that's their, the, it, and again, I'm it. just devil's advocating. I think, I think just, I think just like a lot of those scenarios, they ultimately know in like their heart of hearts that it's fucking bullshit and it's something they're just doing to fucking fill the void whereas it's like escapism they could just realize you know you can just exist in the void and having nothing going on sort of fucking okay and sometimes makes you more interesting and you you could even be more interested in yourself because you've like i fucking i strive to have nothing fucking going on (laughs) like that would be right that's my ultimate goal that's that's vacation time fucking fucking nothing nothing i have nothing going on like that would make me so fucking happy yeah i don't know i think i think a lot of people who are into that shit ultimately like they just they know it's horseshit and they just accept it as reality because not that it's easier than to fucking acknowledge it isn't there but mm-hmm. it's easier to accept that than to acknowledge that sort of like emptiness that they fucking have which could ultimately be filled with anything else I don't know. I, I I'm okay with somebody if they want to if they if that's what they want to fill their void with. And yeah, I don't have an issue like with it. I just I can't help but you almost feel pity the silliness in it. Yeah, a little bit. Ooh, I feel I I, I, I I don't know if I don't know if pity's the like what I I I get why pity is obviously the first word that came into my mind. Um, I don't necessarily know if it's if it's pity yeah, personally it's right that I feel, word, but it's something. Similar. But it's something like because because I think just like you and, and and we do think a lot of similarly on, on a lot of things, yeah. and it is that that feeling of you're missing out because you're focusing on the wrong things, you're picking the wrong battle, you know, to 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 fight, and if you if you just let that go, you're not you're gonna find that nothing's gonna change. But you're gonna have all this time now open to do to, to, to explore things that could have much greater impact on your life. Because another thing that I do notice about them, just like heavy heavy religious people, is it's it's twenty four seven. They the way that they live this lifestyle is it it really does delve into every aspect of their life, and it actually right, it, right. it it navigates their decisions on right. everything that they do. And I'm not going to argue that that's a bad thing, but I am going to say that I don't think that's. From my my personal opinion, is I think that you're you're missing out on so many missed opportunities, so many uh, chances to explore and experience just anything uh, beyond that, and not letting that steer your 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 choices really does open your mind to to better 
you know, yeah. to happier things. And yeah. so, yeah, I think I, I agree to that. Now that we've we've kind of covered a, essentially how we really feel about all of this, so this this wonderful girl moved out to LA, and we still keep in touch. We're still very close friends. We still talk. She recently she she's she's really so into it now that it's it's almost unforgiving. Like I I'm I'm finding myself not being able to relate as frequently as I, I used to not being able to have to build conversation as much anymore because her whole life seems to be centered around that and every conversation that's the target of the conversation that's did you know that before <laughs> well that it's not how it was before she was able to separate we were able to talk about certain things and then that may come up in conversation or might not. And then we could talk about other things. We, we were, you know, we had other, other subjects to talk about, but yeah, this is like, but now, I mean, this is it. Like every, it's, it's everything in her life revolves around this. She just posted a picture where she got her saying this air quotes. She got her aura photographed. And uh, I, I showed you the picture slightly. I'll show you in a little bit. It's a Polaroid picture. She's on the bottom of the picture, and, and, and it looks like an old school, like <laughs> rainbow colored afro wig uh, around might, her head. It might just be because the, the picture didn't fully develop. Well, see, that's that's kind of that. See, that's the problem though, because it's a Polaroid picture. Obviously, there's going to be like. It, it it doesn't seem that far fetched on to be able to to manipulate it to create yeah, that if effect. Pull, if you yeah, pull yet she fast, sees come. this and whoever sold it to her as it, it's like an old school medicine man in the West. Like here, this tonic will fix all your ails, and meanwhile, it's just mineral oil. Put a hole in your Who is stop there's your a guy right exactly? So like. Okay, I get you know every step she takes. I'm like, okay, all right. I I think I know you're smarter than this, but this is all right. You're you're getting deeper. You're getting deeper. I I it it's not that far in my mindset from the idea that she's kind of involved in a cult at this point. Like she's if you're gonna go that far, then it doesn't mean that you like to me. That means that you've already passed the threshold and you will go as far as you can. And, as far as and you need to it, right. And and if you're if somebody's able to sell you on the idea that a manipulated Polaroid picture can show Catch you your aura. aura and we'll not even get into the idea of what an aura is, but you can't the the color like spectrums like you can't it's it's not a thing you can't do that. That's very similar to people who just are into fucking psychics and shit like that too, though. Where right, but this goes back to my whole point of saying like I you know where do you cross that line like. All right, yeah, we know very bright people who who believe in these certain things. Where, like, how how does that line get crossed? Where where does that person? You feel like that person got lost. They are now yeah. they have been manipulated and they are now lost. And for some reason, they feel that they are getting what they need from this perspective. And, or they are convinced that what they need it can only be gotten from right. this perspective. And 
and that's that's why I say like it's it's at this point it's not far for her to be in a in a cult like setting like and well, that scares I mean, me. If that perspective fucking helps somebody, then good for them. But but um, if for the outside perspective, I don't see it as helping her in the way that you know, yeah, not the way that I think she needs her further to into. I see her as losing more in the long run than gaining. Uh, but as, I mean, if she feels comfortable with it. I'd say just let her. No, sure. Yeah, no, like I'd I say, mean, I it's not my responsibility to like hold her hand and direct her. I'm not her parent. I'm not her boyfriend. I'm not her husband. Like, I, mean, like, I don't. Come on, this, this shit don't make no sense. But it's yeah. also my responsibility as a friend to make sure that I, I'm there for her in the best way that I know possible. And that doesn't mean debunking her her beliefs or turning and saying what you think is bullshit and i you know you need to come back to the light mm-hmm. but it's also it, come back to the world right come back to the world not that you know but it should also be me having the the guts to recognize when i think she might be going a little bit down down a path of the, the wrong way that may be steering her in a different direction than knowing her i think she wants to be on and and me bringing it up isn't being a bad friend. Me trying to manipulate her in a, in a different way would be. But me just bringing it up saying, hey, let's talk. Because I, I, I feel, and I could be wrong, but I feel like the things that you're starting to believe, the things that you're going, the path you're going down may not be in your best interest. I think a lot of times you just have to let people ride that fucking coaster and see but i also goes. have to be a little selfish yeah, just because i mean I, this girl is amazing i want her in my life i want to keep you know and yeah but you can't i don't think that's that. uncommon for people to say I mean, i'm just saying it in reality like no, of course it's, it's selfish of me in part two I, I mean there's just there's a reality that you can't fucking she just has to move back to the east coast and i think change. that snarkiness will eat back into her body and she'll start to be angry again and that's know, when i'll like people her people go that everyone <laughs> who i've seen has gone that way almost all of them i know fucking move out west or move yeah. you know out of the country and come back or whatever and then they come around here and they're like oh i can't handle the type of people that are out here anymore they're rude they're snarky they're this they're that they don't want to be in this environment anymore so they go somewhere where like people are different they're more easygoing and really what they're saying is i'm trying to go somewhere that's a little further away from reality so that i don't have to fucking deal with like right real life oh yeah no she is she is sold on california like she it's that's it for her like she knows at this point she's told me already she's like i love it out here well california knows how to party that's what i hear especially yeah. the city especially of compton the city. the city of compton yeah it's gotta be yeah they keep it rocking man i don't know you look like you're a little more from east la right now than you are from compton but look i, I fuck with the chillin's out there man yeah just know that know that know that so i this whole we, there was there was a very light-hearted end of the story but we've got a little serious on it so i don't want to i'm not, i'll bring it up another time but the idea of reiki and then you know having a friend being sucked into the occult of reiki and you know it's just it's all a lot and it's overwhelming and and to see it, it's it's bad because i see it as i'm sure you do 
the best way that I can describe it is I see it as a deterioration of this person. Yeah. Totally. And I know that's the wrong mentality and I should be open to it, but I see it as a deterioration. I see as her losing a part, like parts of herself to overcompensate this other part of herself. I've also seen people And she's out of balance now, which is ironic because it's Reiki. It's all about balance, yeah. Yeah. I've seen people go that way and it works out for them, but... I hope it does. I really hope for the best. I I really do. I don't see it that way. More often than not, I see people go down that direction and... Not come back. Yeah, and it's like it's they it's this weird perspective where they're like everyone's lost, man. Society's lost, and and it's like, dude, you're just you're lost. You're just so fucking right, lost. Right, right. You don't remember where the road is. I mean, I, I a lot of this is, and I I, I I will absolutely admit it. A lot of this is very selfish because I do miss her. She is she is awesome, a great person to hang out with, and you know we get along really well. But I don't know how much longer I can end up relating to someone who ends up going down this road too much. So, of course, part of it is selfish. But, you know, it's, it's we're all selfish people, so it doesn't to, matter. To quote Alec Baldwin, never follow a hippie to a second location. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing's making me think of, and I, I wish I could remember the guy's name, but I don't. He considers himself a mentalist. And he does. Well, these- see, the thing about mentalists is they know what they do is. Yes. Well, that's where I'm going. Okay. He. Um, they know it's parlor. It, it really. I really wish I could remember the guy's name. But um, he does these shows and these presentations. And each one he's like stressing like this is not magic. Magic is not real. Right. People who tell you psychic, they're using these cold reading techniques and they can tell you all kinds of shit about you. People who say they're magicians and they have studied magic, they're lying to you and this is what they're doing. And he like he's like, I won't reveal how I'm doing this stuff hmm. because you won't come to my show and I won't make it right. But yeah. I will let you know that everything I'm doing, there's a trick to, there's a gimmick, there's a reason that I can figure out what you're thinking or what you're going to say next. There's a reason that this happens and it looks like it's supernatural it is not it's bullshit you're gullible on with the show and by the way those people are fucking bad people because they're taking people who are essentially like hopeless and empty and looking for something to fill the void for a fucking ride and taking their money like that Mm -hmm. fucking long island psychic or whatever which is ironically the um the argument that those specific people give is that they say they're giving people hope. Yeah. Which is funny because you're actually taking that hope you're away. I think. Selling it's, it's false yeah. hope. And they're, they're, they're scum of the earth. Yeah. But, I mean, just a personal opinion. There was one guy, and I can't fucking remember his name either, but he got busted for having fucking... They would bring people into small rooms and do demonstrations, and there would be like a waiting room before everybody goes into the... Uh, into the main room where he does the show. John Edwards, maybe? It wasn't John Edwards. It was some, I can't remember his name, but he did like smaller shows. Um, but he would mic up the rooms and have like people who, and he got busted, where he would have people planted and they would be sitting next to somebody and be like, you know, oh, why are you here? And they're like, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they do like Steve, the interviews as people are waiting Steve in line. Steve passed away. Yeah. And, you know, I want to see if I can talk to him. And, you know, and then the show, the guy's on stage and he's like, you someone's trying to talk to you your uncle 
Steve, and they're like, oh, holy shit, because right. they think that the guy in line was just someone another. else who was in the show, but it was just someone who was a fucking planet. He got, yeah. he got busted and fucking sued for all kinds That happened of a long time. That was like in the early 90s or something like that happened, right? Yeah, it was yeah. like, you know, it wasn't like super, it might have been the late 90s, but... Um, Stefan, that was your mom, most right? Of these guys fucking did. My mom? Yeah, wasn't your mom who got no. busted? Oh no, that was for something else. She got busted. My mom right. used to be a uh, Miss Cleo. If, if <laughs> um, <laughs> she's currently serving a fucking life sentence. Yeah, but she's got wasn't a cool million in a bank account somewhere. Miss Cleo was not only not a psychic, but Miss Cleo was a man. Shut the fuck up. Miss Cleo was a dude. Wait, what? Miss Cleo was a dude. No. Mr. Cleo? Yes. No, no, no. Look that shit up and prove it to me right now because that, no. Miss Cleo was a guy. I don't believe him. Do you believe him? Don't. No, don't hesitate. You do or you don't. Probably. That's the bad part. I'm. Everything I'm gonna say. I, I need. I'm doubting Thomas on this one. I need to see it to believe it. Nah, everything that he ever says, and I don't believe. In my in my heart of hearts, I believe because of the shit that I prior I priorly said. No, that that can't fucking be right. And then I googled it, and it was right. So I believe this shit. Okay. All right. Unfortunately. No, I'm I'm, wrong. I'm, I'm gonna wait. Ah. <laughs> you just made Boom. everything go downhill. Right. Me, man. No one will ever trust you again. Not like not once. No. Not one iota of trust <clears throat> is left. Miss Cleo was like, where do you pull that <laughs> shit out of your ass? I, I remember. Way. Well, I heard it. I'm just <laughs> I'm just parroting bullshit that somebody else told me. Yuri Del Harris, better known as Miss Cleo, is an American who describes herself as a psychic and shaman. Is herself like, in like shaman is a not shaman? A, is the creepiest fucking word you could right. use. Right, shaman. I heard fucking shaman. So she's a guy that takes you into the mountains who achieved fame. Oh, that's a spokeswoman for the psychic paper Sorry, service she could be that too. I don't know. Two thousand three. <laughs> Even though she's from Jamaica, she's Harris a- used various aliases, including Lashonda Williams, Corvette Mama. Eleanor St. Julian, Desiree Canterlaw, Janet Snyder, Maria Del Campo. Dude, she had this racket going a long time. Christina Yeah, I got to say, Corvette Mama is probably one of the best ones in that racket. Because that just speaks white like trash. That's a Bible Belt fucking RV park name if I ever heard one. Corvette Mama is the kind yeah. of thing that you get a vanity plate with or you get it like like airbrushed onto the side of she your was definitely, like, pinto. She was definitely it's, not. It's Corvette Mama. She was definitely not Jamaican. So no, no, no. Put no, that I, out there also. Oh, no. I was, I was joking. I, said, I used air quotes when I, was, I said Jamaican, by the way. Maybe I that's what I was thinking that she wasn't actually Jamaican. Yeah. Corvette yeah. Mama. Corvette oh, Mama. Oh, Do you either remember the Psychic Friends Network? I think so. It, it like sounds Dionne familiar. Warwick in the in the yeah 80s. fucking. You said in the eighties. In the eighties. Yeah, that was the end of the eighties too. That was after Dionne Warwick's singing career was over. Yeah, you guys and must then she. How old I fucking am? So this the end of the eighties. Dionne Warwick was. I a, barely remember the nineties. Dionne what Warwick year you was born? a singer. Ninety one. So there was an expose on Psychic Friends Network and how they put these people into like because they just when you called you didn't talk to Dionne Warwick you talked to whoever answered the phone. Right. Yeah. There this like, this was just before Cleo. And there was like 40 50 people in a room just in a call center like, you know, any other call center right. just answering the phone. Any customer service. And <gasps> they put these guys through like super intensive phone screening or uh cold reading cold reading fucking technique training where they would teach him how to cold read which by the way and they would spend like is your basic sales training 
your basic corporate sales training is cold training. It's the exact same level, like base level of, of training. Cold training like for, for psychic kind of stuff goes a little bit further, but the core of it, but yeah, no, it's basic corporate sales training is the, the is where that stems from. Yeah, they would teach them cold reading, but they like showed how much money they made and then fucking, basically they were like, they did a demo search of like all the people who called in and they were all like, Men and women in their low income, like 40, 40 to 70 years old, um, low income, typically single, extremely lonely and depressed. And they were basically calling because they needed friends. So they all like as they surveyed the people who would call in all the time, they were like, yeah, ultimately, we know it was all bullshit. But, you know, we need someone to talk to. And they basically just fucking preyed on, mm-hmm. you know. That's crazy. Lonely, helpless, not helpless, but you know what I mean. Like, well, I mean, no, you can, themselves. you can. At that point, I think it's fair to say that they are helpless, and because yeah. it, it, that level of loneliness, that level of depression, is crippling. Yeah. yeah. And they were looking for an answer. Yeah. They they were that desperate to look for an answer in somebody else. Sure. So anyway. Anyway, so all right, no, I want to talk about. Uh, and this, I'm sorry, listeners, this is a quick cutoff, but I want to talk about uh, pet ownership, specifically dog ownership. It's it's a, a lot different out in the suburbs, but when you live in a city and you have a dog that you walk, it, it's really, really frustrating because you are always confronted by two extremes. The first is is people who are afraid or want nothing to do with you or you like the fact that you can't bring your pet around anywhere and 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 there's like almost this kind of like like you have leprosy because you have a dog you know people literally cross the street to avoid you which personally for me is a is actually not a bad thing but it's still kind of frustrating because your your initial reaction at some point is still like you know like what was there something wrong with me something wrong with my dog like why the fuck are you crossing the street you know gun what the fact that he just stuck the cat in the in the in the fucking in the fucking closet yes that is funny. Um, as we're talking about <laughs> like a as video camera here. As we're talking about pet ownership we need to start that shit up. As we're talking about pet ownership, he sticks his cat in the closet. <laughs> but yeah, so the other side of the coin are people who feel that they have the the right to pretty much treat your dog as if it's their dog. As if not not only as if it's their dog, but as if they are dating said dog. There are a lot of stories that I have. My dog, I, I live in the city. I have, I have a, a shepherd. He's, he's. Um, well, you know, before could be, if, to be quite honest, but it, if it wasn't for your dog, we probably wouldn't even fuck with you, Kevin. <laughs> it is the icebreaker. <laughs> It's wow! True. So you guys, I, the fact that I still came in before I brought my dog in to the coffee shop, we didn't, and you. still know people, we didn't notice you. Yeah, that's true. Nobody does notice the dog, but I'm not talking about times where I'm, 
No, I'm not talking about times where I'm I'm creating a friendly environment where people are you know because right. people, at at Saxby's people asked to to see the dog to pet the right, dog. There was right, an right. interaction that occurred. That whole thing like I, think I remember one time where I think you actually did get upset. I think like everybody else got upset too because no. It was like there was like one person that didn't ask or something like that. Oh yeah, no, I blatantly will say something if somebody doesn't ask that to pet the dog. Yeah, but it was like one distinct time that it it got kind of like overboard. I feel like. Oh yeah, I might have gone a little. And I feel like everybody that was around like that worked there was like, yo, yo, don't get fucked up in Saxby's. Like, we'll throw hot coffee in your face. About me? Yeah, not yours, but the person that was. Messing with Andrew. Trying to oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, poor hot coffee on me. No, about, yeah, yeah. No, Ando was big as shit. We wouldn't do that. And No, but that's the thing. Ando, Ando gets, like, people People love him. I There used to be a uh, movie rental place. This is, uh, you know, years back called TLA down on Locust Street, 15th and Locust. And I would go in there with Ando and... They, everybody like all the people who worked there would love him they would be like oh Ando's here they would all gather ignore all the other customers they would bring him around the counter to give him treats they would take him outside to pee like they would they loved him when I would go in there without Ando they had no idea who I was like they I, I was like no I'm like they actually changed the name on my account to Ando's dad right because you know and I had to tell them when I go and like oh and after a while they finally like they're like oh right yeah no no yeah you're cool we know you now too but Ando was the, the dog is and Ando's my dog he's always the the celebrity and I I really can't take him anywhere without and somebody at some point immediately trying to pet him say hi I've had people, and most of them look very much like cat ladies, who try to make out with the dog. Like, they get so attached. They, they want to get so loving with the dog that they get down and they start kissing him. Don't stick your but they, don't, but they, they don't just start kissing him, like, on the top of the head. Like, they're around, like, trying to kiss him on the mouth. And, and, and I'm like, whoa, okay, just... You didn't even take him out for a bowl of kibble. Right. Like, like, you know, at least give him a reach around. Exactly. Like, just do something. That's This is ridiculous. Red Rocket the dude. Man. So, uh, you know, in the city, because everybody is, you know, somebody has an allergy or somebody's overly sensitive about some stupid bullshit, you can't take the dog into half, like 99% of, of the places that you want to when you go out. So, um, unfortunately, that means that you have to tie him up outside at times. And uh, it gets really frustrating because I, I don't understand. I, maybe it's a way that people are raised. I don't know. But, and, and, I, and I definitely thank my parents for raising me correctly in this respect. You don't go up to a random dog. Here's what, one of the things that really, really pisses me off. If somebody goes up to a dog to pet the dog, even though the, pet, the dog is secure, they go to pet the dog. The dog snaps at them yep. to say, I don't like this. Don't do this. The person gets injured or feels injured. There is a definite potential if that person who felt injured or got injured decides to take it further yeah. that the dog and the dog's owner are the ones who end up getting punished because right. it can get to the point if it's, the, it's severe, severe enough that the dog gets put down. And I've actually heard stories with that as a case. I mean, there are extreme stories, but it's not outside of the realm of possibility. Right. So 
what I don't understand is how are people so stupid that they feel they are the dog whisperer or that they don't need to because, oh, well, your dog seems friendly. So I just went up and started petting him. Now, my dog is extremely friendly. He will not bite you. He just won't. He just like, seriously, he killed a fly once and he looked at it expecting it to get up and play again. Like he, he got, and he got sad about it. Like he really got sad about killing a fly. He's really that sweet. Like he's such a pussy. I think <laughs> when you have him on the street, part of it is that you do walk him without a leash. So I, I think there's... I don't always, but yes, I do sometimes. Often, yeah. I often, yeah. I think yeah. there's an assumption... Well, no, no, that's better be a safe assumption. But people don't do that when he's off leash. When I'm walking with him, they do that when he's tied up outside of the coffee shop. See, that's that's when people go up to him. I do find that when I'm walking without a leash, when I'm walking him in the city, if people see me with him, more times than not, people will ask to to pet him, and and I actually I thank people for for doing that immediately to to kind of like. Just to reiterate that they're doing the right thing and saying, yes, thank you for this. I find that people try to pet him or try to do something with him while he's tied up and I'm not around. Right. And that's that's what's curious to me. What, at what point did you assume that it's you're just going to see this dog right. and just walk up and think, just think... I almost feel like even having but even them even outside gives a certain degree of comfort too. Like my dogs will fucking attack somebody, right? Absolutely, they're less. But like, if I see your dogs tied up outside, I'm not going to assume that they're vicious dogs. Well, my dogs would also be snarling and growling at somebody if they were outside. When, yeah. when they but also your dog, but, he's like, "Hey, what's up? Come pet me." Well, my whole so point though is still. It doesn't matter. None of that should matter no, because agree. you don't know. Because you don't know. Because having the like your hand taken off. Nobody is a perfect character judger of the the disposition of another animal, right. whether it's a person or an animal. I don't think they it's just they, they, animals. Just anybody. Don't touch shit that's not yours. Right. Like yeah. I really do associate it with a person going up to a stroller, picking the baby out of the stroller and playing with the baby like, <laughs> like without like without asking the parent. Like literally you go up and people look at me funny because they're like, "Well, it's a dog, not a baby." Well, but it's yeah, still because family a baby to me. You can't hurt you. <laughs> but it's right. It's still my family to me. Exactly. And anybody who is a dog owner or a pet owner feel if they're they feel the same way that's their family and you don't go up and just start messing with somebody's family i've had somebody so so again i think having them outside is a little i understand all your points and i pretty much agree with them but i do think once you bring him outside there's sort of an expectation that if you have a comfort level of tying him up and walking away or keeping him not on a tight leash or walking without a leash that it's a safe animal to be around on the that foot. doesn't give somebody the right to go and pet him. I agree. Sorry, I'm a little adamant on about this. Hand, and I have a story today that occurred hand, that really just hit me. I have somebody walk into my house. Mm. They came in on the ground floor. Dogs are in the basement. And they were like, I'm going to go downstairs. I was like, you're not going to go downstairs. The dogs are downstairs. And very, very bravely, he goes... Oh, I'm not scared of these dogs. I used to have Rottweilers way bigger. Than, first of all, no, you didn't, because my one dog is easily the size of a fucking Rottweiler. Yeah, let's also not the, not the dispute the fact one, that Rottweilers are actually very gentle. Yeah, and, and the dogs small one, by actually, the way, yeah. is part Rottweiler. He's just also mm. part fucking uh, 
10 other yeah whatever he is beagle <laughs> so he's much smaller and he's also more jittery which means he's more proponent to, he's more to proponent snap to at you well right he fucking bit him he's like i'm not afraid of these dogs i'm like dude it's not a matter of if you're afraid or not it's a matter of you're Wait, gonna it's not get a pride issue. they don't fucking know you they yeah like it, this isn't a fucking how big are your balls contest this isn't you're not proving you're brave you're proving you're stupid right walks walks down what's that is that a shot at me <laughs> walks down the steps gets fucking immediately bitten. i don't think we have to make that subtle i think we can make that pretty immediately blatant. fucking bitten and then he's like oh fucking dog bit me and was bitching for the next fucking oh i don't know four months we were like dude stay the fuck away don't go down don't open this door right it has barking dogs behind it and go into a room <laughs> You don't need to fucking be in where there's nothing for you and no one for you to talk to so you can prove you fucking have big balls. You're going to get attacked by a fucking dog, opens the door, gets attacked by a dog. Yeah. I don't understand. And, and maybe I am biased because I've had dogs for a very, very long time. I mean, since since I was a teenager, I went a year and a half without any pet and i almost lost my mind i was like i, I gotta get something i got right then then i got ando um but before then it's been you know dogs for years so i, I maybe i am a little unsympathetic to to this but i i don't understand it if you when i'm walking down the street being a dog owner yeah i have i have a i have a tendency to see another dog and i'm like oh cool another dog but then my brain kicks in and says, hey, you don't know that dog. You don't know the owner. Where's the owner? You have to ask the person. It's also just fucking common it's sense. It's common sense, right? Like, it's not... All right. I'm, I'm glad that you said that because I didn't want to say it, you know, because then it would just no, kind of seem like... No, it's fucking... Don't run in the traffic. Right. Look both ways. Don't fucking don't, stick your hand out to a dog you don't know. Right. Don't fucking alligator. I don't get like, why it's such a difficult concept. Like, it, and it's fortunately again my dog is i i i over socialized him so he is way way too relaxed around people he's 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 really is a giant pussy he's he's scared of everything he is uh, he looks intimidating at people across him across the street room but if they only knew that right. he is a coward he will you know if you grab his leash he'll, he'll and you start walking he'll go with you like it's say and he'll he'll keep looking back to see me but he'll go with you you know and then that's i over over socialized him when he was a puppy so fortunately i don't think i really will ever have the issue of him snapping at someone where that would be right. a cause but it doesn't mean that you know just because something is gentle doesn't mean that you should take advantage and 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 pet it and take you know it, it's not your fucking dog Stay the fuck away. I don't give a shit if you think he's gentle, if you were passing, if he reached out his nose to sniff your hand because he was hoping right. you had a fucking dog biscuit in it. Right. People don't realize he's not sniffing your hand for you to pet him or you to say hi. He's saying, oh, do you have food? No, right. then get the fuck away from me. Right. It's not a difficult concept, is it? Not in the slightest bit. So why the fuck are people assholes? Because people are assholes. So but it pisses what, me off. All right, so today... What spurred this rant all right, now? Literally every day when I take this dog out, and, right. and which is one of the main reasons why for the last at least four or five years, the majority of time I take the dog out has been at night. I actually take him on his long walks 
at nighttime when there's nobody out on the street, when we can go to the park and there's nobody out there so we can run and, and we can play fetch and I don't have to deal with people. And that's right. also because I hate people. But so I was I was out today and before I was coming up here, a uh, little bit before I was coming up here. And I had to go to the bank, and so we were we went out to uh, Rittenhouse Square. Now, I live Rittenhouse Square is essentially the square, the park in Philadelphia. It's it's the the most recognizable, the most tourist, but it's where everybody goes. And uh, I live about six blocks south of that. Uh-huh. Um, give or take. And about three blocks south is when people, you know, it, it starts to get really trafficked with, with, with yeah. people. Um, so we're walking and as we're starting to meet, and he's on leash this uh, this whole time. He's not, he's on leash during this whole time. We get up about three blocks away from the park and we get stopped on a corner. Right. We cross, you know, and somebody wants to talk about the dog, what kind of breed he is. They just start petting him like, oh, he's so nice. He's so friendly, blah, 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 blah. We go, we, we cross the street. We get halfway up the next block. We get stopped again. Right. We go into the park and somebody comes up and they come up and they just, oh, I really want to pet your dog. Can I please pet your dog? Let me pet your dog. I, I drop the leash because he can be off leash and he goes and he says hi and, and, and then Ando goes to say hi to another dog that's coming in. Now, Ando is well trained that he will not cross a street. He won't go off of a curb. We weren't even near a curb. We were literally like 20, 30 yards away from any kind of curb anyway. Right. The guy shouts and screams, oh, your dog. Um, because he saw another dog. He was going to go say hi to it. Uh, we weren't anywhere near it. Uh, I called him back quickly without an issue. I was on the phone this entire time. Right. People looked at me, see me with my dog, a clearly a giant fucking tablet sized phone on the side of my fucking head. Right. Me focused in the conversation that I have on my phone and then the interruption because they they can't stop the urge that they have to need to touch the fur of my animal. Like it's fucking relax. Don't be rude. Don't be an asshole. Just I'm on the fucking phone. He's not that special. He's not that unique. I love my dog. But he's just a fucking dog. Like really. It's it's not like he's made of diamonds and you're hoping to like take a chunk of diamond off of him. Like what is it? Three times within a block and a half. I'm on the fucking phone, people. Leave me the fuck alone. Am I wrong? You're so fucking angry. He's, yeah, he's so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't bother me if you see... Like, how rude is that? You're on the phone, <coughs> and it's not even being on the phone. It's, it's the phone com- combined with the... I'm just trying to take my dog to the bank and for a short walk. I don't... Do you know how many times in the city people actually ask me to take a picture of them with my dog? Really? That's fucking so weird. Yeah, that's weird. I'm shit. dead serious. I don't have these Last, experiences. No, like three. Like, this is why it was I'm like, like, what? Two, three weeks ago. Two, three weeks ago. Dead serious. It was beautiful out. It was like 70 fucking degrees outside. Right. I decided to take Ando on a nice long walk. Right. We ended up going all the way down to uh, Dilworth Plaza. And um, we finally get down there. 
I'm reading in Philadelphia. They have all these little um, these little uh, displays, the uh, posters with um, stories about the historic value of the location that you're at, like little pictures, and then like like oh, back in 1870, this and this person did this thing, and this law was passed, and this was built, and blah blah blah. So I'm I'm sitting there reading one of those things, and this this woman comes up off to the side now there's plenty of room to walk around me but she comes up and she screams because she was startled because um, she sees this big dog out in the way and uh, I look at her and I get angry when people do that because it's really stupid like like to be that afraid but come on you're an adult fucking grow up so she screams and then I'm like all right fine she goes does he bite now, I get really angry when somebody asks me that question, you know, because I mean, sometimes I really want to say like, yes, of course he bites. You you have to stay away from me. But I'm like, why would you ask that question? Like, that's my answer. Why would you ask that? What caused you to turn and say that was the first thought in your head? Does he bite? Right. And I'm like, well, no, he doesn't bite. He's, he's fine. And then she just stood there as I'm reading the sign. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me move because you're clearly afraid of the dog. So you can read the sign and then I'll go around. She goes, oh, no, no, no. I wasn't going to read the sign. And I'm like, said, then what the fuck are you doing? Right. Then I was like, all right, well, then there's more than enough room. Like yard is like walk around me. She goes, no, I wanted to say hi. All right, fine. I gave up. I was like, just fine. Say hi. It was a beautiful day. I tried. You know, fine. Say hi. Immediately. There were seven people that gathered around us within the next two minutes. Like uh, one, one was a couple. Another one was like a, a, a gaggle of, of sorority girls that had to take a picture of him because it was on their list. I'm not, I'm dead serious. They came up and like, can we take a picture? It actually was a video because it was on their sorority list. They were super fucking hot too. And it was really annoying because this other woman wouldn't stop talking to me about what kind of breed he was. And she was like secretariat like she was just nasty yeah and i was like there's a there's a whole like there's like seven hot tall blondes that i'll never get with but i want to talk to over here like stop talking to me about my fucking dog right just because i can because my dog allows me to but so they took a video with the dog and then this asian couple came up they took a picture with like i had to take a picture of ando with them and then and then the whole time this crazy woman who was talking to me asked me oh well they're taking a picture can i get a picture with your dog so i had to, i took her phone and took a picture of my dog with her this thing happens all the time and Ando's not i mean again i love my dog he's not that special He's some sort of odd celebrity that I'm not aware of, and I would really like the royalty checks to start flowing in, honestly. Isn't there because like a town in Alaska where there's a dog that's a mayor or something? Are you serious? I think so. Wow. Or a parrot. Something fucking like that. <laughs> it's a weasel. Um, it's like a, a fucking penguin was like the... They named the penguin or something like that. It's something like there's like a cockatiel as a mayor. That's crazy. A town or some shit. It's a spider monkey. I could be totally making this up. But no. but sir, no, so yeah, he I can't take him anywhere. He gets his picture taken with dog, and I'm not trying to make him out to be any better than any other dog. I'm not. I love all dogs. They're all great. But for some reason, people always want to pet him. They want to make out with him. They want to like he's essentially like a black Brad Pitt at this point. I and I don't get it. Why the I fuck are people that way? I don't know. He's Brad he, Pitt. Huh? 
you said that he's black or is it's because he's Brad Pitt which one don't you get <laughs> no I, I he's the combination have... of the two <clears throat> oh so that's what you don't get no I don't get why he's so popular I get it but he's black Brad Pitt because he has the attention of Brad Pitt but he's black yeah I don't I don't have this problem when I bring my dogs <laughs> When I'm walking my dogs, people tend to just cross the street. <laughs> Wait, sorry, say that again. I don't. When I'm walking my dogs, people just tend to cross the street. They don't ask to pet them. They don't. I, every once in a while, but it's usually like a little kid. Right. And I have to be like, uh, nope. Right. <laughs> they'll take your face oh, off. I've I've tried the whole thing. Like, does he bite? Yes. And then people still try well, to try pet him. Putting the, what is it? You tie a fucking the muzzle. No, not a muzzle. You're supposed to like tie a ribbon to their leash and people know it's a dog that they should fucking I had dogs my whole life and I've never heard this before yeah it's like some shit you tie a, yeah it's yellow ribbon I want to say isn't that for soldiers thing. yeah but it's also for dogs that bite I don't okay dude there was this one time and then they it's supposed to be the sign that like it's not safe to approach that dog some dude almost started to fight me because i told him he couldn't pet my dog he i was i was waiting to get some pickup from this mexican place where calexico was supposed to go sure um it's now tio flores it's uh the cambridge people so i i was waiting outside to, to for them to prepare my order for pickup to take home and i had the dando and this drunk guy came out of this bar right down the street called Founding Fathers. I think it was the Eagles just won or something. He was hammered. But he comes out and he sees the dog and he wants to pet the dog. And I see that he's really just too drunk. So I'm like, no, you can't. You can't pet my dog. Which is my fucking right to say whether you can or cannot pet my fucking dog. Just right. throwing that out that there. Sense. And he, he he started telling me that he felt sorry for the dog, that I was his owner. He was like the, the he was calling me every expletive under the sun. He was I was a piece of shit. I was the worst fucking human being. I was such an asshole. I was getting cursed out because I didn't want some drunk douchebag petting my dog because he was stumbling everywhere and then he wanted to fight me. He was like, if it wasn't for that dog, I would kick your ass right now. And he was standing less than a foot and a half away from me like literally like 18 20 inches away from me the dog is between us but he's like over the dog he's in my face telling me he's going to kick my ass it you know but the only reason he's not doing it is because my dog is there so the dog is tied up to the thing i actually step around the dog and i get out in front on the sidewalk where the dog can't reach and then he of course he backs down and he starts walking down the street but the guy actually wanted to fight me because he couldn't pet my dog who the fuck does that well that guy apparently but seriously what is wrong with people? I don't know. I, I, get, I actually, I've almost gotten in altercations because of my dogs, but completely, completely. Well, that was different. a different story, though. Which, was, which one? The wasn't the one from your street down in South Philly, where like it was from that dude. Well, no, that was a moving truck issue. Yeah. It was, oh, that was something was, different. Uh, but there was a dog issue back then, right? It was wasn't the same story. Guys. It was the same guy. It was his okay. wife, who fucking the dogs were barking, and uh, I fucking was like i was like shut up you know yelling at the dogs yeah obviously much louder than that because we were outside and they were barking very loudly and she wasn't upset that they were barking she was upset 
that I told them to shut up because the words I used, shut up, to my dogs were offensive and I could be nicer to them and I could yell, be quiet, as if I'm still not screaming. At so the, it was inhumane, as if even I'm though they're not, not human. At the top of my lungs, just to be audible, the fact that I said, shut up instead of uh, be quiet was extremely offensive to her who decided to insert herself into the situation and tell me what a piece of shit I was for calming down my dogs who were, by the way, trying to attack her. Right. That was me. That it's was, like she's I was the asshole because I said, shut up and I need to be nicer. She's the type of person that tells you how to raise your children. She's the type of person that needs to get fucking choked on a dick. It got fucking loud, and she was like, I'm not afraid of you. I have a husband. And I was like... Yeah, bring him. Fucking... Yeah, get him out of here. Bring bring your husband, please. I love how... Bring your husband over. I love how when you when you say no, or, or when people ask to, to pet the dogs, or there's an interaction, but you're too busy, you have something to do, or you're on the way, or you're on the fucking phone, you're the asshole. Because they're, they're interrupting your time to pet your fucking dog. Right. But you're the dick for being like, like, yeah, like, miss, I'm trying to protect you from my yeah. animals. I'm trying to make or, sure that my dogs don't take your fucking face off. Yeah. And fuck you for being considerate. Yeah. If you would, if you would like, I will let them go and we'll see if you say anything. <laughs> right. Besides screams. Besides, oh God, yeah. oh God, why, God, why? So you're going to pull your fucking or, throat out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Now the only thing that I'm fucking offended by is you, six or seven houses down the fucking street, yelling at me because you just fucking, right. you know, you're upset and you need your fucking voice to be heard because you don't get enough fucking dick from your three foot tall husband. Yeah, I just I I why can't people have a respect a respect for other people's and, and it, I hate to say this but the dogs are property they they are property because yeah. they they need to be property in order to be trained and treated in the way that they need to in order to acclimate to right they're just like wives <laughs> <laughs> so why can't people understand that you just it, like babies really babies are until they are cognizant are property because yeah, you are sorry, in, yeah. you're you are responsible for them yeah why is that so difficult for somebody to to fucking initially understand the can i see your baby thing that fucking it never bothered me when people are like hey can i say hi to your dog generally i'm like i said extremely rarely and typically children like running up the street at the dog and they they won't attack a kid but i don't want to fucking run the risk right yeah they don't feel threatened they recognize it's something smaller they might bark a little bit to be like hey who are you or why are you but that can have traumatic effects to the kid right if it's not handled correctly like what you know just it's not worth the risk i know that all that is firsthand (laughs) but with like can i see your baby that doesn't even fucking make sense. It really does. Like, what gives somebody like, the fucking balls? Exactly. Like, I'm afraid to 
fucking hold a baby period sometimes i've asked to pet somebody's dog just out of courtesy obviously <laughs> because to pet somebody's baby but i've never I've, the same I've, I've never asked anybody like I oh that's so cute can i play tic-tac-toe with it can so, i teach it the alphabet can i pick it up can i burp it can i feed it about like what about can i change its diaper that's essentially the same thing you're you fucking ever, asking have you ever had somebody hand you their baby and walk away Nah, dude, I had what? That, I had that happen about three weeks ago. Somebody who <laughs> hold this, <laughs> somebody who I sort of know not very well, bumped into me, had their baby, and was like, "Oh, so there was a previous, yeah, okay, not enough for for this, yeah." Well, to you, but to them, they were like, "Fuck it, I know so this like, guy, dude. I don't want to. I don't. Wanna, I know where he works. I can get in touch with wanna, him if he steals my baby. Kid that isn't mine, like, right." fucking end but of story why would you feel like that's even right and no that? no it, it's not I, I'm, I don't think but yeah so, you know maybe a baby who's related to me like my cousin's kids I'll yeah. hold them you know I'm not gonna drop a baby I know I have well had now I have a toddler but fucking right I'm not gonna drop it I'm not incompetent I know how to fucking hold <laughs> a child but just to be like just introduces like do you wanna hold it uh, not really. What I say, like, as I'm trying to be like, I don't really, you know, I'm not really comfortable holding kid. Doesn't mind fucking putting. The I would trust you with my kid, and but, but we know you, like, like yeah, we know you. Yeah, it's a whole say, like, different fucking level of. I yeah. know this person. As, so you're that estranged. Like it's it's more of an reaching, acquaintance than it is like a family or a friend. Yeah. Okay. Reaching like. Reaching arms for yeah, like I was gonna say, you trusted me with your baby. Like I'm reaching their arms forward, putting their child into my fucking lap and arms as they're going. Do you want to hold it? Well, do I like you have a choice? Do I have a choice at this point? Because my other option is to allow you to drop the child. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, like what if well, what if you just sure. what if you just limped your arms at that point? <laughs> like they go to they go to and your arms are just by the side, like and then like go and the baby drops and you just look at him like. You gotta have it. It was your fault. Like, yeah, I, I didn't say you just fucking dropped your baby in front of me. Puts the child in my arms at like waits till they're already in my like they're nestled in, like yeah situated inside my grasp and goes, do you want to hold it? And I'm like, uh, and then they're like, cool, I'll be right back. And then left for like ten. I'm going to the spa for like ten minutes, and I'm like, <laughs> I've got a mani pedi like, in twenty like, minutes. Like, what the fuck do I do? Like, <laughs> like, where the fuck Listen, are your by parents? the way, it doesn't matter if you bleed milk. Just, just put his mouth on your nipple. He'll pretend like it's say, hey, trust me, it's psychosomatic. I'll be back in half an hour. I don't, just I'm absolute don't fucking, fucking insanity. That. Anyway, I got a story about fucking someone trying to uh, approach my my actual kid, but uh, we're running up to our timeline on this one, so that one will have to wait till next time. So we will see you guys on the next episode. Peace. All right. Peace.